Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. Uh, we're glad you could join us. Uh, today we're doing a Zoom conference call. Um, Corey? Hey Tim, I lost your video. So we're doing yeah. a Zoom conference call. Uh, Tim's over in his office and I'm, I'm in my home office here. Uh, uh, just a little distance between us. Uh, there's Tim fixing his phone. Uh, so today is our normal or our regular podcast where we're going to talk about our sermon scripture. Uh, and we're also going to give some community announcements, uh, church announcements. So, uh, our scripture for this week is from what the gospel of John chapter 20. Yeah. John 20, 24. 24 to 31. John yeah. 20 verse 24 through 31. If you want to get your Bibles ready or your Bible app. Uh, but before we do the, uh, the Bible discussion and the sermon discussion, or the sermon scripture discussion, uh, just some community announcements. And obviously the big one is we, we don't have any events in our physical building, but we are continuing as a church to pray for one another, check in on one another. Uh, I know some of you are doing errands for folks and uh, finding ways to volunteer in the community. Uh, so that the work of the church goes on and we're also mm -hmm. worshiping together, right? We're learning yeah. and growing together. So wanted to talk to you about some things, uh, that we are trying to do with our online worship and, uh, online Bible studies and, and online videos. Um, so where should we start, Tim? Uh, you're involved in a lot of this, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> at this point, there are so few of us <laughs> allowed to do anything. We're all involved. Um, but, you know, we've, we've been um, putting our services on Facebook Live for quite a while now. Um, but we realize that that's not the only place that people access information. And some people aren't on Facebook. And so since this whole... Uh, thing with COVID-19 started, one of the things we've been trying to do is get on another platform for people who don't have Facebook. And we've done that. Um, we're, we're now on YouTube as well. Um, now, we've had several bumps along the way, of course. Um, and, and anybody who's tried to, to, to worship with us may have experienced that. Uh, some of those have maybe been our fault. A lot of what goes on with an online worship experience, though, is out of our control. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that and say, you know, we have a camera that's involved, uh, you know, a sound system. We have the Internet here at the church and people out there have Internet at their house. Um, and I can't control what happens with our stream here at the church just like the people in their homes can't control uh, when their internet goes in and out. Um, so there have been some issues and, and then there's also been a lot of people online, right? I mean, all the time, it seems like. Um, and so I think that's having an effect on the worship experience for people, but just yeah. know that we're trying, we're trying really hard to, to, to provide a worship service that's engaging and comfortable that you can participate in um there's just some bumps and so we appreciate your patience you know a, a, as we work through this process and we just hope you don't give up on us yeah um, yeah I, I i would just add to that patience and and a little bit of 
persistence or tenacity, if you're, you're not super comfortable with online, just know that you're not going to break anything if you uh, keep trying. Uh, if it doesn't work with YouTube the first time uh, or Facebook, keep trying. Uh, if it doesn't work the second or third time, or if you watch it and it stops, don't give up. Uh, keep trying. Uh, yeah. So the Facebook is easy. You go to our, you know, the Palouse Federated Church Facebook page. Uh, if you haven't liked us already, you like us, you can search for that. Uh, YouTube, is, since it's a newer account for us, you can go to youtube.com or if you have the YouTube app, again, you just search for Palouse Federated Church. We're the only one. <laughs> so you'll find us. Tim's wearing our logo on his shirt. You'll see a similar logo on YouTube, the same logo. Uh, and also, Tim has conveniently put a, a button or a link on our own website, on palousechurch.org, and it says Worship Live. Um, that doesn't mean we're having worship services every hour of every day, but no. if you click on, they, on that link, it's going to take you into YouTube, uh, straight into where you need to go. So if yeah. you can remember the palousechurch.org page and you click on that worship, uh, live button it will take you straight into youtube and and you can hopefully see it from there if youtube's not working well um you know uh like tim was saying we have internet on our side internet on your side we honestly on sunday we didn't have a lot of issues on our side uh, we, we did with some screen issues but we had strong internet signal but we heard a lot of people had issues on their side and that's probably because a lot of people are using the internet or in your home, you might've had three or four people doing this different things. Um, so, uh, those, you know, are, and that's, those are factors. That's a, that's a good tip too, Corey. I mean, one of the things we've been doing here is we turn off everything that's not needed for the service. We take it off the Wi-Fi. So at home right. for people, they might want to do that too and just temporarily disconnect their devices from Wi-Fi while they're trying to worship. And that might improve their worship experience. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was talking to somebody else today. Of course, we want to worship live with you. We want you to worship live with us. But if it's not working out, know that that's going to be posted. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on YouTube. And you can come back to it later in the day or even throughout the week and, and still participate and worship. Maybe not ideal, but if you're having trouble, don't just not worship. Come back to it later and, and give it a go and see if, you know, after it's done the processing and uploading and all that stuff, you may have a seamless worship experience. Good point. Um, yeah, and, and we still, Tim's still uploading the uh, audio files of the messages themselves themselves or whatever the right phrase so if you want to just listen to the sermon and you have trouble with the songs or you don't like worshiping online i think you should try it uh, but it, it, if you want to just listen to the sermon on pollutionchurch.org under resources all the sermons are there by themselves it's an audio file those work pretty much seamlessly for everybody tim's willing to make cds for people that that can't do the online thing. So you probably aren't watching this video if you can't do the online thing. Uh, but if you know somebody who needs a CD of sermons, um, let us know it and we can get that to them. Um, 
So some other things, there's online Bible studies. We, you and I were part of a Bible study. We had 13 men on Tuesday morning. Betty Sawyer's Bible study had 14 ladies, I think, today. Uh, Tina has a, some Bible studies. So there's Bible studies. People are figuring out how to use Zoom, uh, an app that we're using to record this uh, uh, interview or this podcast right now. And if you want to be part of that, uh, part of a Bible study, even if you haven't previously been part of one of those groups, uh, we'd be glad to help you get connected. And if you use a tablet, a computer, or a smartphone, it's probably likely that we could connect you to Zoom. Um, so uh, we even have one guy in our Bible study who calls in with a phone. Uh, we can't see him. He can't see us, but he hears us and we hear him. So right. you can even use a phone to do that. Uh, so there's, there's online Bible studies. Uh, we also are making videos. I think that's pretty obvious. You might be watching a video right now. Uh, you might be listening to this on our podcast, but our youth group's making videos. Um, and uh, Waming made a great video that uh, posted today uh, that's on our YouTube account. So there's, there's cool resources like that. Um, Tim, yeah. could you tell us more about some online resources uh, on the website that, that go along with the worship service? Yeah, so uh, on the website, on the main page, across the top, there's a menu. And you had mentioned previously the one that says Worship Live. And if you click on that, that'll take you to YouTube. So you can join us at 9 or 11 a.m. for worship on Sunday mornings. But right next to that is another menu item called Worship Resources. And that's where we're um, uh, uploading a, an order of service for the day. And so uh, that's awesome, Corey, how you're doing that. So I already have I don't know if that, that's recording. I, I'm, I'm doing some stuff on the screen, but the audio people yeah. can't hear it. But, but anyway, yeah. keep yeah. going, Tim. So, so, so yeah, so we're hopefully if you, go to, if you go to that, you should be able to find our uh, order of service for the day. And it's got the scriptures that we'll be reading listed there and the lyrics for the songs that we're going to be singing and the sermon title and when we're going to pray and, and, and those kinds of things. I'm trying to fit it on one page. It's a PDF. You can open it. You can print it. Um, I lost. Uh, just keep talking. We're here, okay. Tim. I lost my video, I think, but I'm back. So did you click into the 9 a.m. for this week, it looks like? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's last week's. But Oh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't do this week. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so this is an example of last week's Resurrection Sunday. Um, Corey's going back out. I don't know. They're, the top one there should be, <laughs> should be 9 a.m. for this Sunday. Yeah. Um, I have, we haven't got the 11 o'clock done yet, but um, so it's going to have everything you need there uh, for worship. And uh, you can put that in another screen if you want, or you can print it off if that's helpful for you. Uh, but we wanted you to have that. There's also some other resources that are available there from Holy Week before. And I left the, I did leave the order of service for, for uh, Resurrection Sunday on there in case somebody wanted to uh, was listening throughout this week and wanted to have that. Uh, and so we'll probably, probably try to do that. Uh, leave that up there for a week or so. Uh, so if you're listening to it later in the week, you can still do that. Um, and then there's some the, uh, Holy Week resources there, some playlists on Spotify that have to do with the seasons. 
the Easter season now is where we're at. If you want to connect to Spotify and listen to that, uh, curated by Sacred Ordinary Days. Uh, and there's some other resources on there too, some uh, coloring sheets for, um, uh, for this that might be helpful in this time that are actually prayers. Uh, so you can color and pray at the same time and have uh, a more uh, tactical tactile experience uh, as you pray. So we're, we're trying to do new things and offer some things that we usually have on site here that you just pick up in the lobby or whatever. Uh, clearly you can't do that now. So the place that's natural for them to show up is on the website or on Facebook. Um, and so just, just be looking for those resources and use them for worship. And thank you, Tim. And we still, we still do have some physical things that we'd love to get you. Obviously, in a previous uh, video and podcast, I mentioned we've got a few more books. But we have the Upper Room Devotionals for May and June that just came, and we will mail them to you. Uh, just let us know. Uh, we will be working on a May newsletter, and we will send that out by email as we usually do. But we realize there are a lot of you that pick up your copy. So we will be mailing uh, to those folks that we think would appreciate one in the mail, but let us know if you're one of those folks so we don't screw that up. Um, but we want to, yeah, we, we're here to equip and resource you and encourage you. Uh, so those are some of the resources. Yeah, uh, we're trying. We're trying. And uh, it's a new, interesting, strange season. Um, so, yeah. Uh, okay, that's some of our online stuff. Um, what, uh, if anything else, should we talk about before we talk about uh, old Doubting Thomas? I, I think that's probably good. Okay. Well, hopefully, Tim, hopefully they've stayed with us. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 Tim is our uh, preacher this Sunday, and uh, he, he's continuing or finishing up our series called Overlooked and Powerfully Brief, and he's looking at the the character of Thomas that we don't hear about a ton of times in the Gospels, but he's most usually remembered for the scene we're going to discuss today. And right. that's, yeah. that's where he doubts that Jesus was resurrected. And um, so, Tim, do you want to read that passage? It's fairly brief. And then we'll I do, yeah. discuss. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, again, as we said at the start of the show, the Gospel of John, the fourth Gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, then John. So if you find your... Self, uh, find your way to the New Testament there uh, and go four books in. Uh, and then we're at the very end of the gospel. There's only one chapter after this. So this is John 20, verses 24 through 31. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails, and place my finger into the mark of the nails, and place my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. And Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? 
Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. And then in verse 30, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. That's the story of Thomas from the Gospel of John. Cool. So should we, what should we get out of Thomas? Should we beat him up and just like, what a dork, you know, why didn't he have, why didn't he have greater faith? I mean, everybody else is believing in the resurrected Jesus. Why isn't he buying into it? Um, Well, what's kind of funny though, is that these disciples that do believe in, in the resurrected Jesus, what do they have that Thomas doesn't? They previously saw him. And yet we beat up on Thomas for not believing uh, when he hasn't seen them, uh, seen yeah. Jesus. Uh, so it's, it's kind of a funny situation. And I know I fall into this trap all the time of kind of dogging the disciples because they seem like a bunch of dunces following around after Jesus, never really getting what he's saying. And, and you have to try to imagine yourself, I think, in their shoes, you know, 2,000 years ago, walking with Jesus and He's saying the things that he's saying and teaching the things that he's teaching and doing the miracles right there. And you've got to find a way to process all that with your limited, you know, human understanding. I mean, we know how the world works. We know that people don't rise from the dead. I mean, you've never seen somebody rise from the dead, probably. And I've never seen somebody rise from the dead uh, and be resurrected, not just for, um, you know, a minute or two, but to come back to life and to be fully alive again, like Jesus was. So we can clearly put ourselves in the shoes of Thomas, I think, and be like, yeah, I don't know about this story. Uh, and, and so it's not, it's not that Thomas was faithless or, or anything like that. And in fact, if you look at Thomas elsewhere in the Gospels, we have him very courageously uh, volunteering basically to go to death with Jesus uh, earlier in, in, in the Gospel. So, so he is a courageous person. He is um, he is a person who has followed Jesus. He's been a part of those, but he wasn't there when the others saw him. And, and how many of us were the same way? We, we say, you know, there's that phrase or the idiom, I think, in our culture. We say seeing is believing uh, because we have to see it in order to believe it. And we say that about all kinds of things. We say it about people, um, people who we think, well, uh, they need to, ch- they, they change, turn their life around maybe and was, we'll oh, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, you know, and, and, and uh, so that's, that's human nature that we want that proof, you know, show me, show me. And I, and, and then I'll, 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 I'll believe. Um, so, so I don't think the purpose of the story is for us to dog on Thomas, but really for us to put, I think if we put ourselves, um, you know, that we can see that, uh, there's, there's a natural or a human reaction that Thomas has. And sometimes we, we feel the same way. And, uh, you know, we don't always understand how God is at work in the world and even in our own lives. Uh, and sometimes we have questions. Uh, we have doubts. Uh, and, you know, we might be looking at these circumstances uh, around us today and, and be asking, well, where is God in all of this? Um, or you might have doubts about, is God real or is God present in the midst of this crazy life that we're living right now? And, and I think those are legitimate human 
questions that we have. And that's really why I chose this story to close us out was because I think it really speaks into our world today that, you know, we may be in the midst of this COVID-19 thing wondering about God's presence and his, his involvement in our world or all those things. Just like, just like Thomas was wondering if Jesus was truly, Jesus was truly alive. And the answer, of course, that Thomas receives is, yes, he is. He is alive, and, and, and Jesus makes himself known to Thomas. Now, Jesus probably isn't going to show up physically for us, but he shows up in our lives in lots of different ways. And, and those, we need to open our eyes and our ears to, to be able to see and listen to him uh, working in our lives uh, as, as we're living them today. And, and so I think it challenges us and it also encourages us and uh, gives us some hope, you know, that, you know, we don't have to be, we don't have to have perfect belief, you know, and, and there are times when we all have questions about, about God and, you know, is he really real and is he really here? And the answer of course is yes and yes, but sometimes it doesn't feel like it to us. It didn't mm -hmm. feel like it to Thomas but that didn't change the truth that, that Jesus is alive. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I, I keep remembering too, these guys are in grief. Um, have you thought about that? Like uh, you see Thomas's response uh, after they say we've seen the Lord and he really wants to see the, the hand, his hands and the mark of the nails and, yeah, you know, put his hand on his side. And it just seems to me like someone who's experiencing the, the pain of grief and like, uh, I don't know. Um, you well, know, not just doubting he's called doubting Thomas, but it's not like he just doubts the two plus two is four. I mean, you know, it's his leader died and he knows how he died. And like you were so, saying, yeah. people don't come back from the dead and, and he's right. grieving that, yeah. So, and, and, you know, you have to think about Thomas, you know, in the context that he was living and And he, you're right, his leader died, the person he had been following, the person who had said that if you uh, destroy this temple in three days, uh, I'll rebuild it. And he talked about the resurrection. You know, maybe they had the head knowledge that this was going to happen, but it was pretty unbelievable stuff that Jesus was saying. And so their faith was being stretched, I think, in, in great ways. Um, and, and I think they were grieving, like you said, because it's their teacher, their friend. They had been walking with him in ministry for several years very closely. Uh, he had died a brutal death. They were fearful, I think, for their lives uh, as followers of Jesus uh, who were under threat from the Romans at the time, you know, who were trying to put a kibosh on, on this old Jesus movement. Um, and so it's not surprising that they're kind of cloistered away uh, uh, behind the locked doors. I think they're fearful for their lives. I think they're, they're grieving with each other for the loss of their friends uh, and their teacher. And their, their as, as Thomas comes to declare, my Lord and my God, um, you know, but and that affects, that, that, that deeply affects him. I mean, that's real. Uh, when we're in grief, uh, we come to the world and we have some questions about, you know, 
what's happening and things don't always make sense to us in the midst of our grief. Um, and, and I love, I just love how uh, Thomas responds uh, when Jesus shows up in the middle and in, the, in their, in their midst, he shows up and, and, and Jesus issues the challenge. He kind of gives a challenge to, to Thomas and says, go ahead and put your finger here and place your hand here. And, and the scripture doesn't say that Thomas did either of those things, just that he responded uh, essentially in an act of worship and, and recognizing and proclaiming uh, who, who Jesus was, that he was his Lord and his God. And there's uh, some deep theology in there too that we probably won't have time to get, <laughs> get into. Um, but yeah, just, you know, even God met him even in his grief and he cared enough, he cared enough about Thomas to come into that group of people again to make sure that he had the opportunity to know that G that he was alive and so that he could be a witness of that. And uh, I think that just speaks beautifully too to Jesus's care for us as people, as individuals, and, and that he wants to meet us in the midst of our grief, in the midst of our pain, in the midst of whatever it is we're going through, in the midst of our doubts in, in, in this time where we're very, uh, you know, we don't know what's going on and we don't know what's going to happen from one day to the next and whether we're going to be able to get back to life as normal. And maybe you don't know what's going to happen with your stock portfolio and your retirement and your health insurance and your job. And, and there's a lot of doubt and there's a lot of fear, but guess what? God walks into that. Jesus walks into that. Uh, and he is there for us. If we can recognize, you know, if we stop and recognize and, and proclaim Jesus, my Lord and my God, and uh, how much better it must have been for Thomas to step forward out of that, out of that locked door the next day, knowing that, that Jesus was with him and was alive. And we can have that assurance today that Jesus is alive and he's, he's here with us to help us through uh, these crazy times. That's awesome. Um, Tim, you sound jazzed up. You sound jazzed up for this. No, no, it's good. You sound passionate. You sound ready to preach this text. You sound like you've been immersing yourself in it and, uh, and ready to let it rip on Sunday. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing you're, you're, you're holding back some. Not that you were holding back, but I bet you you have yeah. even more to share with us uh, Sunday morning. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I am. Thank so, you. I don't, yeah. I don't have anything to add. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be a great service on Sunday. I hope everybody can join us as we uh, look to the story of Thomas and Jesus. It's going to be good. And, you know, and again, we started this, but try it out, uh, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or later on. Um, and if it's working for you, you know, share it uh, in uh, you can do a watch party if you know how to do that on Facebook, but you can yeah. share it. You, uh, we will be sharing some stuff before it starts, of course, and you can always share that out. But uh, others can join in. And we're seeing people check out the church and visit uh, and see what we're all about. And, uh, you know, people can watch from hundreds of miles away uh, because of technology. So uh, yeah. I know we'll do our best uh, to bring the service as best as we can to to as many of you as possible. So uh, right. yeah, Tim, thanks for the good word from uh, the book of John. 
today and uh, looking forward to the message on Sunday. Excellent. Well, let's wrap things up, I guess. So uh, yeah. thank you all for listening and watching to the Palouse Church on a Hill podcast. This has been Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey coming to you from our uh, remote studio locations. <laughs> uh, and we wish you a blessed day and week. Yep. Take care, everybody. Hope you're doing well.